folks, welcome back to the Be A Better Ally podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I want to open this week's episode with a quote from one of my all-time favorite writers, favorite thinkers, and one of my very favorite books. The book is Emergent Strategy Shaping Change, Changing Worlds, the author Adrian Marie Brown. Here's the quote. We have experienced what it's like to release any assumption that one person has all the skills needed to lead and support the work. Those words from Adrian Marie Brown remind me of some work that I was recently doing with a team who wanted to reimagine their collaborative processes. Whenever I have the joy, honor, and privilege of working with teams on that, I love to dig in and spend some time on conflict, on how they see conflict, how they approach conflict, how their former lived experiences with conflict have an impact on the way that they approach collaboration. And we spend some time talking about how avoiding conflict actually often slows down our collaborative processes, can function as a speed bump to better building relationships that we need in schools. And I wanted to kick off with this quote because the reality is that working on our collaborative communication skills are difficult. We don't magically understand and have all of those capacities. There's not necessarily a degree that you can accomplish, which means I've done all of the work. I now know how to collaborate with my team. And I say that because our teams are always changing, are always shifting. The person you are as a collaborator is not the same person that you were this time last year. Sometimes that person might even look or function in a team differently week to week. That's why I wanted to share with you this week a free resource that I have that you can tap into over there in the show notes. It is the Compassionate Conflict tool. And this tool has five sections. The first one is a resource that I call collective reflection. And this is where each of you would independently draft what your conflict profile is. It's a menu of three sentence starters and you might decide let's complete all three or let's just take one. And it might not be that you complete the sentence. It might actually be that you take that sentence starter and you draft a story to share with your team. So let me tell you what those sentence starters are. The first one reads, during conflict, the key emotions that drive my actions and words are. The second sentence starter is, when we might need to do some communication maintenance, I value it when others fill in that blank, if we need to talk about the ways in which we communicate with one another, what helps you access that information? Is it processing time? Is it when folks have time to write that down and look over one another's thoughts first? The third sentence starter is, one thing that is important to remember about my past experience with conflict is that I... And what is it? Is it that folks have assumed you are totally confident and competent within conflict when in reality you don't feel that way? 
So this micro menu, I think is leveraged best when you say to your team, hey, this is a starting point. Perhaps you pick one of those three or you use these three to inspire a different one. The thinking is that you're going to bring something to our collaborative table where you're sharing with us who you are in conflict, how that's been shaped so that we can better understand one another's experiences. The second resource that's a part of the Compassionate Conflict Tool is a set of questions that I recommend a team have at the ready that they would use when they are having a generative conflict conversation. So I think it's great actually if you have these questions embedded in the agenda or printed out. And here's the questions. Question number one, do we have the energy to continue this conversation right now or do we need a pause? I love that question because I think it's so important for us to remember relationships are first. The pace is not the most important thing. And sometimes a conversation actually can be sustained if we say, right now, let's hit the pause button. Let's come back to this. Growth is not linear. So sometimes building in that break time actually is what helps our relationships grow. The second question what question is at the root of this conflict or concern that you most need me to think about? When we are in conflict with one another, what do we really wish that other person would reflect on? Do we even know? So building in that time to think, what do I want this person to be curious about? Reminds us that generative, compassionate conflict is founded on curiosity. The third question asks, what can we do to pause and reestablish trust in this relationship right now? This, again, suggests care. Also reminds us that sometimes we don't know when trust has been fractured or damaged. So let's get back to that place where we are establishing trust so that we can listen to one another. Again, those questions I think are helpful reminders just to have ready, just to remind ourselves that when we're having a generative conversation that has some tension, that entails some conflict, sometimes we need to stop, reflect, and get curious. The third resource is called Celebrate New Awareness. And this is making sure that on the other side of that conflict, we are actually celebrating where that conflict has brought us. This is really important to me because I know sometimes, especially in schools, we have branded conflict as just negative, when actually conflict can be relationship building. So yet again, we've got three sentence frames. Let me read out the first one, which reads, I will now be more capable of seeing a link between what and what. Generative conflict helps us make connections. The second sentence frame, I've learned when I'm in the midst of a conflict that a necessary step for me to take in order to care for myself is fill in the blank. The last one, sometimes resolving a conflict all hinges on a willingness to ask 
fill in the blank. What is our team learning independently and interdependently as the result of having generative conflict? I think it would be so powerful over the course of the year to actually document the new awareness that we have built in those conversations. The fourth part of the resource is having that self-reflection piece. So this is all about pause, pivot to self-reflection, where we ask ourselves, we tap into our own self-awareness and ask the following three questions. Question number one, by resolving this, what opportunities might grow? Question two, who might I reach out to to help me flip around my perspective on the issue? Question three, if I were advising a friend, what would I tell them to do with the next hour, day, or week? We talk a lot about how important self-awareness and self-reflection are, especially as tools for leaders. But where are our resources to help us actually practice? I'm hoping that that is a resource that, again, helps scaffold that process. And then in the middle, I have created a summary of help that looks at what an authentic apology is. I feel like this is something that I really only thought more critically about as I got older. The difference between a high-quality, authentic apology that's really going to help me in my professional and my personal relationships. What does it mean? And realizing, actually, that there is some brilliant advice out there. So when you click on that, you're going to be taken to three different resources that look at how we can apologize better. And that document is not there to be prescriptive and say, this is the exact recipe. It is meant to be there as a, let's review this as a team. What advice feels really right on the mark for us? What are some adjustments we would make? How might we actually practice, rehearse giving an authentic apology? I think part of the reason that I felt so afraid about conflict is because that rehearsal piece was missing. And that's why I'm a huge advocate when I work with teams. Let's look at some of the stuff that is the most fear-inducing and let's build in some rehearsal time. This is why we have fire drills. This is why if you've ever been a part of a sports team, you isolate different parts of the play, you practice what happens with different defensive models so you feel prepared. So again, this compassionate conflict guide is meant to help you sort of say, let's really slow down. If we're talking about collaboration, which we so often are doing in schools, is our conflict process a part of that conversation? And if it's been absent, what has that meant for us? What are some of the conversations that we've avoided or that we've missed out on the opportunity of having had? And how might we actually take all of this and repurpose it to work with our students in them thinking about the role in conflict in their collaborative processes? When and where are we taking that time with our students to help them understand what is the art 
of an authentic apology? And why is that an art and craft that we want to make sure that we practice and that we continue practicing? So folks, the link to this free resource is over there in the show notes. If you and your team try it out, I love hearing back from listeners. Um, I promise you that every single email I receive, I respond to. So if you check that out, you bring it to your team. If you've got questions about how to bring it to your team or thoughts or other resources about conflict and authentic apologies, please do drop me that email. It's over there in the show notes, as is that free resource. Thanks again, folks, for listening to the podcast. I have to say I've done a few of these independent episodes because listeners like you reached out and said, Trisha, we'd love just a few short episodes just featuring yourself. So trying to deliver. If you like that um, and you do want to continue to have a few more of these, let me know. I do have some guests coming up on the show soon, but I'm happy to do these every once in a while. Alternatively, if you are thinking, Trisha, no good, you're much better with a guest. You can also drop me a line and give me that critical feedback. I am open to it. On that note, folks, I will see you again next Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend.